Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I found out last week that Paris Hilton is a mom. She has been wanting to be a mom for so long. We don't know what her private journey has been. We don't know if... She has been trying IVF with her husband. We don't know if she tried to get pregnant by herself. Like, who just did that? Um, uh, Jesse J? Jesse J? One of the singers, one of the our artists on KCLD. Yeah, she would play a lot of Jesse J. Whatever. Um, she got pregnant and will now be a single mom, but she's like, listen, I didn't want to wait for the perfect man. I'm ready to be a mom, whatever. And so Amanda had texted last Thursday and she says, so crazy that you brought up Paris Hilton having a baby via surrogacy this morning. I brought it up to my husband just last night that I would like to explore surrogacy. I've lost 110 pounds and I know that pregnancy would set me back. I remember how depressed I was when I was overweight. I don't want to deal with that. And a new baby called me lazy for not wanting to carry my own baby Whoa. and uh, wanting to keep my awesome body. I look at it like I won't have any healing downtime. I can just hop into mama action and love my new baby. Um, That was the text we got from her. How do you I, feel about this? I, I think calling any woman lazy, bad mom. I mean, yeah, those are uncalled for, but like, how do you, how do you feel about this? If you're perfectly healthy to be able to have a baby, mm-hmm. How do you feel about using a surrogate? You could be perfectly healthy and then things could happen along the way. Yeah, but um, you, you could with the surrogate too. It could with the surrogate. You're absolutely right. I don't have any problem with how you want to bring a baby into this world, to be honest with you. If that baby is going to get hugs and food and a roof and education and and you're giving this child everything that a child deserves then you bring that child in any way you want. I think a lot of people that are going to be traditionalists are going to say you were intended to have that baby. And if you're perfectly healthy, that's fine. Here's my take. I believe that God, higher power, Buddha, whoever, whatever you worship mm-hmm. has given us the technology and the advancements in humanity. Take advantage of it. Yeah. And I would say that if you want to explore surrogacy, and whatever your reason, I think you should do it. It's also, a, you're employing somebody. I, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but you're employing somebody. So if someone has an able body as well, and they can help you achieve the goal of expanding your family. Those people that love being pregnant. Yes. They, those people that are good surrogates that love that. And that's a crazy mindset, too, to think that you can give that baby away right after you have it. Yeah. That, and- to me, is the weirdest part. Um, while we had Savannah on, she's a listener in town and she was a surrogate. And when it's not your parts, I think you can just try and say, I am babysitting. I am babysitting. I am helping a family. I know you can say it, man, but you know, those emotions. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a little bit of that for, uh, that goes into play, but I don't know. Slinging that at your wife and calling her lazy is pretty low. I think this will be a little controversial, so let's get to it. Uh, What are your thoughts on exploring surrogacy if you're perfectly healthy to have that baby you just don't want to put on the weight? And I think the fact that Amanda has brought it up, sometimes we've made up our minds already. You know, why would you want to, if you know exactly how you're going to feel by having all that extra weight on you and feeling like it's a life setback, why would you want to start your journey of motherhood like that? 
you already know how you want to start that journey. Why not make it happen for yourself? My only question on this, is she missing out on the chance to have that early nine-month bond with that baby, to feel it grow, to have that, you know, that, that maternal instinct kick in. But that's her decision. That, right. I know, but yeah. are you missing out on that? I mean, you don't know it unless you've had it, right? Well, absolutely. She's thought about that. Like, how am I going to feel disconnected? I think that's every woman's worry. If you aren't the one carrying the baby, are we going to have that connection? Of course you are. That baby's going to come out right to you, right to your chest. And you're their parent. You're their mama. Found out last week. That we didn't even know about it, but Paris Hilton is a mommy. She had a baby through surrogacy. And so it was just kind of something that we were talking about. And we got a text from this listener, and I'm glad we got a chance to talk about it a little bit today because the more I hear about the way the husband called her lazy yeah. because of this, it really kind of got to me. Yeah. Um. So she had said, what a weird thing that you're bringing up Paris Hilton having a baby because just talked to my husband last night. So this would have been uh, last Wednesday night. That I would like to explore surrogacy. I've lost 110 pounds and I know that a pregnancy would set me back. I remember how depressed I was when I was overweight. I don't want to deal with that. And a new baby called me lazy for not wanting to carry my own baby and wanting to keep my body awesome. And she says she looks at it like uh, healing would be some downtime, unnecessary downtime. And she could just hop into mama action, love on her new baby. Uh, whatever your journey is to becoming a mom, and if you're going to be a kick-butt mom and you really want this baby, it, that's your business. How about this text? Alex said, it's his money, too. It's free to carry a baby. Spend the money on the kid once it's born. No problem if you gain a couple of pounds. Lose it again. Don't be greedy. Wow. Um, Another name-calling situation. That's not nice. That's not nice. Hi, Samantha. What are your thoughts on this? I just gave birth about 14 weeks ago. Hey, congrats. And I loved it. Thank you. I loved it, you know, and I love caring. I love bonding, and that was awesome. But I have to say, you know, if your mindset is already made up, you know, it is hard. You know, there the stretch marks are everywhere. Yeah. You've got the pregnancy, the morning sickness. If you are not in it, you know, with that mindset going into it, you don't want that. You're not going to enjoy it at all. I agree with you. you know, and then you're going to be regretting it and and every little thing will set you off. It's because just like... It can be tough and I can have a fairly easy pregnancy but don't others you, don't. Don't you feel like a guy, if a mom says, alright, we have two kids, I don't want to have another one that it's just wrong to say, but I want three. You have to get pregnant again. You know, I have a friend kind of going through that right really? now and I'm like... She's not going to be into it. She's not going to enjoy it. Nine months that you can't get back from your life. And Boy, then, when Trish and I were thinking about a third, I, if she would have said, I'm not into it, I'd have been like, same. Like, no. that, I, I cannot imagine trying to tell the woman, hey, we need three, yeah. if, even if you don't want. Wow, My that's crazy. My friend's husband's going to the mattress with this one, and I'm like, uh, I'd probably just say, yeah, let's try and stay on my birth control. So, Samantha, you're 14 weeks uh, out of having the baby, and then I hear you going, hey, it's really tough. Does this mean you're not going to have more, or you just need some more time to think about it? Or I, I'm having more. Oh, I'm having more, for sure. Yeah, how many? And I think that's the thing with surrogacy, too, is because... You know, the second and well, my husband and I are between two and three, but honestly, you know, we'll come to a compromise. Compromises are hard when it comes to babies because it's not like you can have half a baby. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. so two, two, two to three, 
for sure. I, you know, we're not too. We'll see how the second one comes. You know, I like I like having siblings. I got you. I got you. Well, hey, congrats. Yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank appreciate you, you being on the show. the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I got time for one more real quick. Hi, Heidi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thoughts after you hear all this? Um, you know, however you want to bring a baby into the world, I think it's fine personally. Um, I probably had a little extra weight to begin with, but I actually walked out of the hospital weighing less yeah. than before I got pregnant. Oh, my God. But you hear that? situational. No, don't say listen to that because every woman <laughs> is different. You know what I mean? Like, you were blessed. I lost 20 pounds when I was pregnant. I was vomiting. Right. Every single day. So that was my only saving grace. I would have been at Ciotti's every single day. All the complaining brewed so many calories she lost weight. It was amazing. Why are you talking? Anyway, so yeah, it's it's just <laughs> different for everyone, you know? And then when you plan. Right. And that's, it just, that's how you just, you and her and her husband just need to figure it out and decide what route is best for them. Yeah. Um, I can see her point, too, of working so hard on herself, and then it could set her back. I mean, it's going to set any person back. No matter if you gain weight, lose weight, or whatever, you're still going to be set back. Yeah, and I can't even imagine if he's calling her lazy right now if she was so depressed that she couldn't get up to change the baby's diaper because she's so depressed that what he would call her. I think where does it stop, you know? I'm a fan of using modern technology. I think if 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 the technology and the the surrogacy of uh, you know it being available is going to make your life better, use it, man. I I just I just don't believe that this is something that would take away from a relationship. I just it's uh Kim texted it's cheaper to have a tummy tuck after a baby than to do surrogacy. Yeah, but her thing is she doesn't want to gain weight and then have downtime. Set her back. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. How many, how many kids do you have, Heidi? I have two. Any more on the way? No, they're eight and five, and we're we we agreed on two, and that was it. All so. right, so you got what you wanted, and you're and you're good. If you were, let's say, let's say, you know, you guys decide after a bottle of wine on a Friday night, like you know what, it would be great to have one more. Don't plan on a bottle would, of wine. You, Don't because I think that's how it no. starts. Nobody decides to have kids sober. Uh, if, if you were, to, <laughs> yes, <they laughs> if, I was very sober. If you were to have one more, would surrogacy even be a thought? No. Yeah. It wouldn't. And I had complications in my pregnancy, too. Um, I had, like, help syndrome, which is like preeclampsia. Yeah. And I still, I wouldn't personally go that route just because I know that there's so many people out there that can't get pregnant and could use that surrogate. Sure. Um, that I probably wouldn't take from that. But Very selfless. personally, I just, I, I need that connection to my baby versus not having that of all of a sudden after nine months, here's your baby. You don't get that connection. And when they're in your tummy, you definitely, you feel them, you know, they're there. Yeah. yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a good steak. All right. <laughs> Trying to explain it to a guy is just, it's Thanks, calling have, a deaf a, have a great morning. An Oregon man suspected in kidnapping and beating of a woman may still be using these dating apps to reel in other women. They don't know where this man is. They know that he's using that as a resource. So it is just part of that dating world that women have to deal with. You have to meet somewhere public. You cannot meet somewhere private with someone for the first time. The guard is so naturally let down when you're looking for love. Yep, that is so true. You really want to live that fairy tale, and you really believe that there's somebody out there that's great for you. You have to go with your gut. you got to be cautious. Yep. So uh, Benjamin Foster is his name. That's what he uses to lure women in, but you can easily change your name on dating apps. So please be careful. There's a $2,500 reward right now being offered for any information. Yeah. A woman was kidnapped and beaten 
And they're only offering $2,500 to catch this guy. Yeah, so they say he's extremely dangerous. Just want to get it on your radar. Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, posted a video on Saturday. Everybody loved to see what he had to say after his life-threatening health scare. Well, I'm so thankful to everybody. I know that it isn't enough just to be thankful. This is just the beginning of the impact that I wanted to have on the world. And with God's guidance, I will continue to do wonderful and great things. I couldn't do this without any of the support and the love. And I can't wait to continue to take y'all on this journey with me. So sweet. Speaking of football, we have the Super Bowl coming up. Going to be in Arizona on the 12th, Kansas City versus Philly. So those are the two teams headed to the big game. What is so cool about this? Is the the Kelsey brothers? Yeah, are play, this is the first time brothers have played each other in the Super Bowl. Yep. How proud! I know. A mom and dad. I saw the picture My of mom. Gosh, she had a special jersey made. So half Philly, half Kansas City. That's what really an cute. emotional time that's going to be for those guys. I know. Uh, by the way, if you want to upgrade your TVs, LG, Samsung, and TCL, they're dropping their TV prices ahead of the big game. So if you want to go ahead and get something for the viewing. Uh, you can probably save God, some I money. Hope Philadelphia on. just gets beat. I mean, like fifty to nothing. I'm not a big nothing. Philly fan too. I because their fans are jerks. Them. That's why. Yeah. All right. So this woman, she asked for just a simple uh, specialty order, I guess, just some extra ketchup on her burger. So they went above and beyond with the ketchup and loaded it down. I asked for extra ketchup, and I thought, what, what is this? What is this? Slams it on the counter. What is this? Karen, there is a fine line here, and I'm telling you, I did work my fast food. I did that in my life. Uh-huh. If people would ask for extra mayo, they got extra mayo. Isn't that relative, though? It's like, how much is extra? You know, I'm trying to give you more of what you want. Here you go. And she just, like, totally went spastic. When somebody snaps like that, you know it's not the first time they've done it. No. Channing Tatum, right? Yeah, he's doing press for the new Magic Mike. What's it, which, Mike's Last Dance? Is that what it's called? Something like that. I thought I saw the preview for this last night. Yeah, it looks very hot. He gets a Selma Hayek in it, which you know it's going to be. That girl doesn't age either. Well, she's nope. like, she's got to be in her 50s, right? And same with Penelope Cruz yeah. in Kaleidoscope. Finish that, by the way. Told you. Horrible ending. Told you. So ending mad. Ending was weak. So mad. Anyway, um, but yeah, they're doing press for it. And uh, he's talking about how he's been very open and honest with his young daughter about how he used to actually be a stripper. There's no version of me not like having the conversation of like, yes, dad did, didn't just do them in movies. I was an actual stripper. There you go. What are you going to do? And now you now you have millions of dollars in the bank. So um, is there anything that you would and will avoid telling your kids. Let's pretend like they're not listening to you on the radio right now. Uh, what, what are you going to omit from your narrative? Uh, I would say there were maybe some substances in college that I experimented with that I yeah. would like them to not experiment with. Okay. Um, there was probably, I probably partied harder in college than I'd want them to party. I don't. Uh, I don't on, think they're crazy, especially the girl. She seems to uh, have it all locked down. Yeah, I think. Good. Yeah. Other other than that, I just um, I lived life really fast for a while, and yeah. I'd like them to take it at a different pace. Okay. I think that, but like, if I and when this Channing Tatum thing popped up right away, I messaged. I had I went to high school with a girl who um went to college. And then she left school after a year and became a dancer. Mm-hmm. And everybody from our little town knew about this. 
And I just messaged her real quick. I just said, did you tell her? And her kids are older than mine now. They're in, uh, one's in the military, I think. And the other one's uh, like guys of professional life. Okay. And I said, did you tell your kids that you were a dancer? And she's like, yeah, I told them right away. Okay. And I was like, that's an interesting take. I mean, I think honesty is the best policy. I, I would say you did it for a reason. And if your kids understand why you did it, then they'll understand whether or not it's part. You can discourage or encourage them yeah. to do it. But there's no reason they should find out later. Very true. I mean, your past is your past and you don't let it define you. I will admit that I will not. No, I, sh- I should probably tell Liam about the fact that I just like strayed from every person I was ever with. So you had you experimented with loyalty before you found your loyal bone. Exactly. That's a great, beautiful way to put it. Like when I got married, I really took that seriously. When I was with people, it was like suggested. Flavor of the week. It's like a stop sign. It's suggested, you know. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, sure, I'll be your girlfriend. But I mean, that honey over there looking fly. You and so the, I would uh, go and get with them. I mean, it was nothing that I'm proud of. I'm not proud of that because I had some really nice boyfriends that I did that to. And I shouldn't have done that. So this would be interesting. Let's do this real quick. Call or text. I will not mention your name, all right? But what's something from your past that you probably may omit? Yeah. Or maybe talking to your children. Maybe you are proud. Maybe you are a former stripper and it did put you through college and now you're a pediatrician and you want to show your kids that that was your path, whatever it is. But is there something that maybe you aren't super proud of? We got this message from a woman named Holly early this morning, and she just had to get into work. So we we had her call the show, and she just kind of recorded it during the last commercial break. And I don't know why our uh, recorder went haywire, but I want to play back the full phone call again. And hopefully it plays all the way through, because I think it's important that you hear the whole thing. And when she messaged us, it was, hey, I have a situation with my best friend and my husband after boozing last weekend. And that was all that we really got to. And I wanted her to kind of play out this whole thing for you. So this is exactly what she had said to us. So over the weekend, the three of us were playing cards, um, just hanging out. And my best friend, she had a, a little too much to drink, frankly. And she was in the, the kitchen with my with my husband. And um, she told him that she's always had a crush on him, but that she would never do anything about it. And I'm her best friend and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. And obviously my husband. And I just feel, I don't even know what I feel like you know he said he was flattered he's like it's not a big deal you know she was drunk but it's like why huh like do I have to be threat should I be threatened should I watch my back with her should I tell her I just I'm really overwhelmed the simple just, like, fact that you're calling us right now would mean to me that you don't completely trust her and have you ever had a reason yeah. to not trust her no that's okay. just even worse this is just so I don't kind of out of character even it's yeah. really strange well and it's not my business either but I mean you completely trust your husband like, is there a reason to not trust him? I mean, he told me about this, so I would think no. I mean, I don't know. I, I think this whole situation is making me, like, rethink my life. I don't know what to think about this because, I, you know, she could have just been, like, getting it off her chest. Maybe she doesn't have those feelings anymore, but she could just say, you know, I used to have such a crush on you or you're, you're so hot. Stuff yeah, like that. that's different. That's you. She was one-on-one with this guy and tells him yeah. she's got a crush. There's a reason she didn't bring this up in front of everybody it else. It does feel a little premeditated. I, take her Yes, first of all, exactly. 
exactly. She could have done it in front of me as a joke. But also, like, why does anyone need to know this at all? Yeah, this is kind of like one of those secrets that you keep to yourself, take to yeah. your grave. Yeah, kind of thing. I can only assume almost yeah. all of my wife's friends think the same thing. And they, you I'm know, sure. I, I encourage them to not say anything because it's going to make for uncomfortable situations <laughs> like <God>. this. So, <laughs> so, so how do, how do you handle this? I would hope and trust that my husband would never do anything with that information. If he's never given you a reason to think that he would stray, the fact that your friend has had a crush on him for a while, but then don't you go back in your mind like all the times that you guys were together and all they were doing was thinking about that person. How much do you really trust your friend too? You just have to put more trust in your husband. (sighs) That's your husband. Like if he's going to stray, they'll find a way to do it. But With knowing what she knows right now, as you're listening to this, if you were her, what would you do? Didn't you picture that whole kitchen scenario? Yeah. Where it's all in my head. She Easy. waits for him to go in alone, and then she goes in. She's tipsy enough to say what she wants to say. She's probably bent over, just kind of, just barely bent over the counter, so there's a little cleavage. Okay. Yeah, that that's your part of it. That's the way I saw it. I mean, it was totally thought out on her part. This is not, this is not a, uh, oh, I just got so wasted. You knew what you were going to do. You knew it. You probably thought about this conversation in your head a hundred times. Probably. This summer, we, or this summer, we, two years ago, we came back from Chicago and my wife just wasn't right. And we go into the doctor and uh, long story short, they find out that she has uh, a tumor in her brain. And we go through the process of figuring out what kind of cancer it was. The oncology team was amazing, and they figured out a plan, and she went through the plan, and it was a lot of long hospital stays and a lot of battles, and and she beat it, and uh, she's clean, and we've had, what, our first three-month scan. Everything's good, and now, you know, feeling blessed, kind of new lease on life, kind of, I don't know if her outlook has changed all that much, but I think she's not sweating the small things anymore. Yeah. I think that'll that'll do it to you, but started seeing the bills roll in. And my wife works in finance, so she she knows, you know, we've got great great insurance, so it wasn't, I mean, it's obviously a burden, but it's not an unbearable burden. But as we're putting all the numbers together, when this is all said and done, and this is just up to this point, so she'll have an MRI scan in three months again, and then I think in another three months, then they'll start spreading it out to six months, mm-hmm. and then they'll get out to five years. And I think they said with this type of cancer, if nothing shows back up within five years, the odds of it ever showing back up again is very, very small. That's phenomenal. News. So that's kind of the, the big thing we've got on the forefront. But as we're starting to put all this together, and this isn't even including the future scans and the future appointments, mm-hmm. we're at a little over a million and a half. Yeah, wow. Is what it would cost. Now, if you don't have insurance, mm-hmm. I don't understand how you even, I mean, that just breaks you, right? Yeah, I think with all of my surgeries for like my crap bag and um, my C. diff and like staying down at the Mayo for as long as I did, it was it was over a million. It was a lot, but we only paid probably like 10,000 with our insurance. And so if you don't have insurance, I mean, you know, I don't understand because you never know when something is going to happen. We have a text. I don't know what the hospital bill was. was but I recently got airlifted from Little Falls to Duluth for surgery and the helicopter ride for less than an hour was thirty nine thousand six hundred and eighty four dollars covered by medical thankfully that's the gas probably just on top of not feeling well having to worry about money is 
probably one of the worst spots to be in in life. So I thought we would do this real quick. Uh, your hospital bill mm. was what? I was very upset that like Derek had to go get a sleep study. So um, went through this situation where he was drinking a lot of um, energy drinks. Yeah, he was you know, those. And it was not a good spot to be in. I'm not bad-mouthing energy drinks. It's all in moderation in life with everything. But he uh, was just going at it. And I always wondered, like, how does this man in his 40s have so much energy? Now he's living like a human being. You know, he's tired at night instead of staying up until all hours. And so um, we had to get him checked from, like, head to toe. I'm like, let's get you in, figure out what's going on. And um, they had him do, like, a sleep study, too. And I, he called and he's like, hey, how much is this going to be? They were like, oh, it's covered by your insurance. We got a we got a bill for $3,000. That was the part that wasn't covered. It must have been. Yeah. I was like, what the, what? He slept. <laughs> and so did you. You let the machines do all the work. I was just like, all right. But I wonder you what had the cost of that done. was on the, I, want, I bet you that's a $50,000 procedure. A sleep study? Yeah. No way. Well, it's $10,000 to stay in the hospital at night, isn't it? I thought that was the, the well, average. Well, it wasn't a hospital. But it's a, it's a, it's a spot. A $50,000 sleep study? That can't be. That can't be. I, I'm going to get my boobs done for $5,000. That, that's crazy. And that's a surgery. So that's it. That's, that's with no insurance? It only costs $5,000 to get a boob job? Yes. Don't get me wrong. Worth every penny if they save your life and they do good things for you. What do you think your overall bill was from all of your colon surgeries and everything like that? Yeah, it was over a million. I know my brother-in-law was in a coma for. This was from a car accident, right? Yeah, yeah. like a month and a half maybe in the ICU. And that was that was close to two mil. That's all. It's around the clock for that, you know, yeah. and, and not saying my nurses weren't on the ball for me, but it was just like so much money to wrap your mind around. I think when we hit the five year mark that Trisha's cancer free after all the scans and after all the treatments, it'll be eclipsed. Yeah. Two million dollars as well. And Megan, you got a piece of advice for people when they're seeing this big hospital bill? I do. So I used to be an estimator and a patient advocate for a hospital. And so too often when patients will bring their bills, they'll be very disgruntled, of course, yeah. and under, try and understand why, you know, a Tylenol costs them $26 and, you know, things like that. And uh, unfortunately, the code for those things just is the way it is in order to cover the charges for being in, you know, in business with big insurance companies. But... There's a lot of things that are on your bill because they don't actually give you an itemized statement when they send you their bill. They give you just the grand total, what the adjustment from your insurance was, and then what your patient responsibility is. Okay. Now, I always tell people, especially people that are single moms or living paycheck to paycheck and, and maybe don't have the greatest of insurance as well, is to call the hospital or the clinic wherever you got those services done and ask for a complete itemized statement. They will sometimes buck you on it, but it's your rights. It's um, part of your HIPAA rights to see what you're being billed for your, for your health. Um, and when they do that, typically you're going to see a lot less of a bill. Yeah, but is because that they're because they're getting caught? 
like then- because because they don't want you to see what you're paying for that was never used for you. For instance, say that there was um say there was like a, an emergency card that was placed in your room because you had a you had a surgery just in case there was something while you were in post op care that could help you, but it was never used. It was still sealed and sterile. All of the things that were in that cart are still sealed and sterile and capable of being used for another patient. Um, They're going to charge you for everything in that cart. Wow. Wow. This seems shady. That's so shady. It's what health, healthcare does this. I still work in healthcare and I still try to advocate for people as much as I possibly can. Yeah. That's another, you know, another way of advocating is not allowing your doctor to tell you that you don't need a scan when you know that you need a scan in order to feel better. A lot of times people have caught their own injuries and forced their provider to give them the scan that they need. And then they end up in surgery because they have a completely tore apart knee when they said physical therapy and a break. God, it gets you wondering how much you paid for. Well, this this nugget is invaluable. I appreciate you calling because there are a lot of people that will now ask for the itemized uh, listing of what. Overall, we're just not asking for enough, huh? Right. You're not asking for enough and ask the questions to go into the patient advocate and say, what is this? Why am I being charged for this? Okay. Um, For instance, people that have asthmatic care sometimes will be... um, the pulmonary specialist will come in and you can deny these services as well. But the fact uh, the that they walked into your room, they'll charge you for that. Right. Okay. They'll try, Ooh. but you can deny their service. Okay. Um, they will bring you an inhaler. The second that inhaler seal is broken, that's a thousand twelve hundred. Oh my or $1, God. $1,200 for that single inhaler. When, when you get it from the pharmacy for, for through your insurance, it's usually free because it's preventative care for your asthma. Yeah. We got to ask more, huh? Mm-hmm. Just ask yeah, more questions. Ask more. All, right. All right. Hey, Megan, Just good stuff. Questions. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah. You're welcome. Have a good day. <laughs> All right. One last text. My son has cancer. Treatment is 18 months minimum. So chemo, surgeries, two stems, stem cell, transplants, radiation, everything that goes along with it. Um, just beginning at 600000 so if you have insurance, hopefully you don't have so, a ton to worry about and you can focus on your, your little boy. This is, the big, this is the big conversation I've had with both my kids in college. This is why you need to work for somebody until you have enough money to work for your, yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they all, want a, they all want a job of, well, maybe I'll be a YouTuber or maybe I'll invent something yeah. or maybe what, okay, but you don't have insurance. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you don't know when you're going to need it. When was the last time, as an adult, you spent basically the rent check on not rent? Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say the rent check, but I spent a a lot of money. My thing is like during the winter months when I go grocery shopping, I just want to get like I don't know four or five bags of stuff. I don't want to deal with the toilet paper and stuff like that. So I have this closet. We call it the linen closet, and it's like a one stop shop. I have all the mouthwashes, the body wash. So it's like a pantry for not the kitchen. It's like a mini store. It's like a mini general store. So when you open it, you don't have to worry about, do we have enough of this? We have Q-tips for days. And, you know, I like to have all that stuff there because I just want to focus on the food, you know? So I went to Walmart and I spent about 300 
on just that stuff, on just stocking that closet because I feel better when I have like, I don't know, 30 hand soaps because I don't want to get down to one. I don't know. I just feel like we have to be prepared. You never know. So took the family skiing in Colorado over the Christmas break and came home to the chest freezer in our garage. I saw this stream of stuff flowing into the drain in the garage when I pulled in and I went, oh no. And I opened up the freezer and everything had melted. The compressor went out on the freezer probably right when you left about a day. I would say it was probably close to a day before we got like salvageable. You know what I mean? So there was nothing to be saved. We lost a quarter beef, a couple hundred dollars worth of chicken and everything else in there. It was really, really a bummer. So we just got a brand new freezer. I just got it leveled, plugged in. It's all working right now, right? Okay. Come home last night, walk in the garage, knowing that my wife had said, hey, going to make a run, going to make a Costco run. Yeah. Not really mentally elaborating to myself what that would all entail. And I walk over to the brand new big chest freezer and I open it up and it is packed to the gills. Mm Mm-hmm. I went, all right, well, this is great. You know, our family's going to survive. Blessed. Walk inside. Trish, how's how's shopping? She goes, good. She's laying back on the couch, got a blanket on, her dog next to her watching a football game or whatever. And I go, what does something like that run us? Why would you even ask that? And and I about halfway through asking that, I wanted to pause myself, but I was already past the point of no return. I go, what does something like that run us? And she just looked at me and she goes, never mind. And so yeah. what, what do you think that is? What do you think that never mind price? A full chest freezer? It is full of chicken breasts, meats, stuff that I can throw on the Traeger. Yeah. Uh, pre-made meals? Uh, meals no, I don't think there's any of that, but it's like, I was trying to think there may be like a couple of stacks of frozen pizzas. Yeah. Like uh, when the kids I'd say have you're friends at over. I'd five, honey. I was Easy. thinking more 750. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it depends on what, what does, I got to see for myself, what kind of chicken she got and stuff like that, because the ones that are packaged differently, they're, they're, very it's, it wasn't like fresh chicken that we're freezing. It was the frozen chicken breast that kind of are compartmentalized. Yes, that's going to, yeah, that's <sighs> a lot. I was for thinking, one of those, that's like $28. I was thinking seven fifty, oh. and then my heart kind of sank yeah. and then I just went, I'm a happy idiot. When yep. I don't know what things cost, I'm a happy idiot. And you'll be full. You'll be uh, a full, happy idiot. So I wanted to ask everybody real quick, what was the last thing you spent the rent on? So for you, it would be hand soaps. Yep. For me, it's food. Onika had already texted in, spent the rent on my dog's hip surgery. Oh, girl. Had to get a hip replacement. Yeah. It's That's like rough. keeping your car tuned up. It's an That's another one. Evil. If you got to put a tires on your truck or your car. We just had to do that with uh, with Derek's car. and My friend Barry just had to replace his hot water heater. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, a couple grand there. I know. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.